Okay. <clears throat> so, I wanted to um, discuss a theme about the month of Kislev that the Rebbe shared in the Febrengen in uh, 1986, on the Shabbos that blessed the month of Kislev that year. I got into the month of Kislev because this past Shabbos, um, Matuka Lawrence asked a question, which I think really is, uh, is re- really classifies these three months of the year in a very amazing way. Um, and we'll get to that soon, Mr. Shem. First of all, let's let's bring this in the same in, in the the um, way the Rebbe introduced this topic. I was talking about how God always asks us to do things in a way that we're charged that everything we're doing has to be like it's brand new like we never did it did it before it says in the torah in the talmud every day whatever you do oh like a rest in the morning whatever you do has to be like it's brand new we're not we're not on air we're on the air (laughs) okay we're on the air we're alive which is what we're talking about being alive oh i like that the rebbe says that the Gemara says, and there's two different texts in the Gemara. One text in the Gemara is that every day you should look at all the Torah mitzvahs as if it's as if it's new. Another version of the Gemara is, and every day it should be in your eyes new. In other words, not only as if it's new, but it should be brand new to you. Now, not always is it as easy as it's said, as it is done. Things that we've done many times over and over again. And to say that, oh, this is brand new, is not, a, not so easy. When there's something unique that, that, that we're starting for the first time, or something unique that we haven't had for a while, it's a lot easier. So, that was talking about, at the time, the Shabbos that blesses a month of Kislev. And he was talking about the energy of people when they give the blessing to the month. And he said that, although it would seem that... Uh, Although, although it's, it's a blessing for a new month, it's something that people have done many times before. In everything in the world, Rebbe says, there is two elements. There's a general theme of whatever it may be. Then there is the unique character of the specific thing that you're doing. There, in everything there is, for example, a mitzvah. There are 630 mitzvahs. Then there is the unique theme of the specific mitzvah that you're doing. So... The, um, the theme of the Shabbos that blesses the month of Kislev is to give a bracha to the month. That theme is equal to all Shabbosim that precede the next month. And every Shabbos before the next month, we give a blessing to the next month. But there's something unique about Shabbos of Archon Kislev, and that is that we're giving them a blessing to the month of Kislev. That's the Inyan Prati, that's the specific content of this, of this Shabbos Mavarach. It's not just blessing the new month, it's, it's blessing the month of Kislev. Stebbe said the reason why God orchestrated that everything in the world has two components, a general theme, and a specific one, and a specific character, is because Hashem wants us to look at everything as if it's brand new. And it's a lot easier for us to be able to look at things if they're, as, as, as if they're brand new when we're doing something unique. Because this is the month that blesses, the month of Kislev specifically, it's, it's a unique thing that we do once a year. 
It's a lot easier to feel the energy of this is brand new. Now the Torah is called the Torah of truth. So the Torah tells us that we should perceive a, every mitzvah as if it's new, everything God tells us as if it's new. That's because that's the truth. The truth is that it is new. There is, they uh, didn't address this at this, at this Fabringen, but on the simple level, there's a brand, Tezen in Tanya, that on Rosh Hashanah every year, God brings to the world a brand new energy that was never brought to the world before. And from that new energy that's brought to the world in Rosh Hashanah, each holiday of the year and each day of the year gets some of that every day. So the energy of the fourth of Kislev, which is today, is something which is brand new, which has never come to the world before. There's never been the fourth of Kislev, Tavshin Pei Beis. There was actually one of the uh, Bali Musar, I don't remember who it was, um, one of the masters of, of, the, of the school of, of, of Musar philosophy, who would wake up every morning and say, Mashiach is coming today. Why? Because there's never been a Dalit Kislev Tavshin Pei Beis. This, this day has never come through. This is brand new. So the reason why Hashem made there be specific content and, and a thematic difference between the Shabbos that blesses the month of Kislev and all other Shabbosim is because Hashem wants us to feel the energy of it. Hashem wants us to feel the newness of it. The newness is there, but for us to be in contact with that newness, with that, with that, that, that novelty, therefore Hashem places a specific novelty in, in everything that we do. There, there is a di- there's a difference between Shabbos of Archim Kislev than Shabbos of Archim Chesh. But there's something more about the month of Kislev that calls forth newness and joy and happiness, and that is as follows. First of all, the last day of the month of Kislev is always Hanukkah. It's always that Hanukkah is celebrated in the last day of the month of Kislev. The last day of the month of Kislev doesn't always fall out on the same day of the week. It doesn't even fall out on the same day of the month. Kislev is one of two months of the year, which could either be 29 days or 30 days. Tishrei, Cheshon, and Kislev, they could either be 29 or 30 days. <clears throat> so the, um, the, when we say that the last day of the month of Kislev is the Yant of Hanukkah, we're not talking about a specific thing that's related to the 30th day of the month or 29th day of the month or day of the week. It's about the, it's about the conclusion of the month. The conclusion of the month of Kislev is a holiday. Why is that significant? The Gemara discusses the laws of blessings. The Gemara says when you say a blessing, let's say you're having some potato chips. And Dr. Bresson was thinking, Shachas Shalom. No, Anyways, not at, all. not at all. Okay, good. In olive oil, not olive oil. In not in bad stuff. Okay. So you're having some Trader Joe's potato chips. Okay, okay. good. And you start off the bracha with Baruch Hashem Kingdom of Chelem, having in mind you're going, to have a drink, you're going to have a drink of water. And then you switch at the end to Beri Priyadam. You're, you're planning to say Shahako, whatever, even if you weren't planning to yeah. have a drink of water, but you start off wrong. So the Gemara says that in many instances, you go by the conclusion of the blessing. Although the blessing began on the wrong foot, the Gemara says, everything goes by its conclusion. So since the conclusion of the month of Kislev is a holiday, that indicates the entire month is a holiday spirit. The whole month of Kislev has a yontiv dikichais, has a holiday energy in it. And that's why the last day of the month is a holiday, because that's the... Because that indicates something about the entire month. You, you with me? A little bit, yeah. What, what's your problem? Tell me. Um, I missed the part about the last 
the conclusion, you make a mistake in the blessing, and you make... You say the, the right words at the end. You say the right words at the end. That's okay. That's okay. Because you go by the... Even though the... Beginning was... Assuming is... Was wrong. Was wrong. Because... because okay. Because the... the, the conclu- everything goes by its conclusion. Since you concluded oh, it correct, so then that's... So, so since the conclusion of the month of Kislev is a holiday... So that means that the whole month is about is a, is a month of holidays. Is is a every day of the month, not just we have a lot of holidays this month, but every the whole month is is a month which has an energy of a yontif. And what's yontif about? Yontif is about joy and happiness. So this theme about you should they were talking to the Hasidim and then in nineteen eighty six about blessing the month with energy, with passion, with getting excited to bless the month of Kislev. It, it this is something which is especially highlighting the month of Kislev because the whole month is about Yantav when Yantav is a time of joy and happiness. Then the Rebbe said something about the relationship between the simple meaning of the Torah and the esoteric. It says in general that in general in the Torah it says that there are four levels of Torah interpretation. The simple meaning of the Torah, the hints of the Torah, the homiletical interpretations of the Torah, and the secrets of the Torah. And these four interpretations of the Torah correspond to the four worlds. And just like the energy of this world gets its energy from the world above it, which gets its energy from the world above that, and gets its energy originally from the world of Atzilus, that's why, parenthetically, it's important to learn Hasidus, because in order to know what's going on here, you have to know, know what's going on there. Nothing happens here before it happens there. So, if something is true on a simple level of Torah interpretation, it must also be true on a, on a deeper esoteric level of Torah interpretation. If it's true at, at, a simple, at the simple level, that's because it derives from the deeper meaning of the Torah as well. And we find also in the, um, the spiritual secret meaning of the month of Kislev, we also find this emphasis on joy and holiday and newness and renewal and novelty. How do we see this? The month of Kislev is a month when we celebrate the 19th of Kislev. What is the 19th of Kislev? That's, an, as we discussed yesterday, 19th of Kislev is a day when the Alter Rebbe was released from prison. But not only was he released from prison personally, but the Alter Rebbe's arrest wasn't only about himself, it was about the teachings of Hasidus in general. And although the Alter Rebbe introduced the teachings of Chabad Hasidus, but there is something about Chabad Hasidus that complements and, and really reveals what the Baal Shem Tev wanted to do in a, in, in a way that um, in a way that identifies with the Baal Shem Tev. The Rebbe Rashab, who, um, whose birthday is on the 20th of Cheshvan, and they mentioned that in every, in every week the, the energy of the week ascends on the Shabbos that follows that week, so since that week was the birthday of the Rebbe Rashab, so on the Shabbos, and the Rebbe was speaking, there's something of the energy of the 20th of Cheshvan on that Shabbos, just like, every, just like when Hashem came and created the world, the six days of creation, they're elevated in the Shabbos, it follows the six, day, six days of creation, so to, so to every week, everything we do throughout the week, it, it's, it's elevated on the Shabbos at the end of the week. All the mitzvahs that we do, all the Torah that we learn, all the, whatever, and all the things that God does, it, it, when does it, does it have its vayachulu, when does it reach its completion, at the end of the week. So Rebbe Hashab said that Mashiach told the Baal Shem Tev, I'm going to come when you, Baal Shem Tev, when your wellsprings are spread to the outside. Rebbe Hashab said, when were the wellsprings of the Baal Shem Tev spread to the outside? 
they respect to the outside specifically in the 19th of Kislev. That means that the 19th of Kislev is not only the revelation of Chabad Chassidus, but that's when the real wellsprings of Baal are revealed in the world. And what is the Baal Shem Tev about? The Baal Shem Tev is all about the idea, Hashem Shem Tev emphasized how whatever you do, you have to do with joy. So since the month of Kislev is a month when God gave us the ability to connect with the deeper secrets of the Torah, and specifically the teachings of the Baal Shem Tev, and the Baal Shem Tev, one of the major themes of Chassidus HaKlalos of the Baal Shem Tev is to serve God with joy. Therefore, the month of Kislev is, the, is a month of joy. That episode like this specifically, that Baal Shem Tev emphasized that when you learn Torah, when you do mitzvahs, it has to be with joy. But he also emphasized that the Torah says, I was only created to serve Hashem. And what are you supposed to serve Hashem? Every moment of the day. When you eat, when you drink, when you do business, it's all part of your service of Hashem, as we were discussing yesterday. There's no real separation between the higher, holier parts of the day and the rest of the day. You're always serving Hashem. And what does the Torah tell us about serving Hashem? It says, Serve God with joy. So it comes out the Baal Shem Tev taught that Hashem wants us to have joy every moment of the day because every day, every moment you're supposed to be serving Hashem. And when you're serving Hashem, there has to be joy. So therefore we see also the month of Kislev associated with the, um, with the theme of joy because it's a, it's a month when there is a revelation of the teachings of Baal Shem Tev which are all about serving God with joy. Now why is it that the month of Kislev is a month of the revelation of the teachings of Hasidus in general. So we're discussing Shabbos, um, as Reb mentioned in other, for Rengas and other occasions, is that the month of Kislev is the third month of the year. It says in the Talmud that God gave us the Torah on the third month of the year the third month counting from the, the month of the Exodus, the month of Nisan, the month we were redeemed from, from Egypt, counting for that month, we got the Torah on the third month of the year, the month of Sivan. Then the Gemara, and especially Rabbeinu Nisim Goyen, go into many, many threes that are associated with the Torah. A, a, a people of three, a month of three, a day of three, a book of three, and many, many other threes associated with, with the Torah. Why is there an emphasis on three we're talking about Torah. Wouldn't Torah be associated with the oneness of God? So Chassidus explains that the number one, the one number one expresses God's truth. How there's nothing besides it. But God's truth in an unchallenged uh, format, in an unchallenged arena, where all there is is just Him. Number two indicates God's creation of a symptom of contraction of His light, of there being a place of fragmentation and division. That's what the number two emphasizes. And the number three is about a convergence of the one and the two, bringing the truth of God's oneness into the place of fragmentation, into the place of division. So the month of Pesach is about God taking us out of Egypt. It's about revelation. The month of Iyar is about character refinement. It's about working the nitty-gritty, the details of what, what has to be elevated in our personal and persona. The month of Sivan, the third month from the time that God took us out of Egypt, that's when we got the Torah, that's when God gives us the ability to bring the one into the two, to bring the truth of God's oneness into the lowest realm of the world. So, but when, what did God give us when He gave us the Torah? God gave us the revealed parts of Torah. Really, I shouldn't really say that. Because, <clears throat> as says elsewhere in Chassidus, 
Chassidus takes issue with the terminology that people use for the different parts of the Torah. Usually people associate the Talmud and the Code of Jewish Law as revealed parts of Torah, and Kabbalah as a hidden part of the Torah. But really it's the opposite. When God gave us the Torah, what did the Jewish people see? What was open to their eyes? They saw the chariot of God. They, they saw all that's discussed in Kabbalah, they saw in front of their eyes. Where were all the mitzvahs? Where were all the laws of the Torah? They didn't get all the details. All they got were the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments have 620 letters. The 620 letters correspond to the 613 mitzvahs and the seven laws of the Chacham and seven laws that the sages instituted. That's why the 620 letters. So everything of the revealed parts of the Torah was hidden and everything of the hidden parts of the Torah was revealed. So really, what we call revealed and hidden depends on what, what, depends on what you're referring to. But either way, so... The, what Hashem gave us at Mount Sinai, He gave us the, the uh, yes, at the moment we saw a revelation of Hashem, but predominantly what was revealed then and continues to be revealed uh, since then is the revealed parts of the Torah. When did Hashem introduce the secrets of the Torah being revealed? So of course, Hashem Yechoi began teaching the secrets of the Torah and the Arizal, but again, it was specifically in the 19th of Kislev when we could say it was sort of like the Matan Torah, it was sort of like, although the altar emphasizes that God will not ever give us another Torah, and the, the, the event of giving the Torah happened once, but there's a new revelation of Torah itself, in the third month, counting, third month of the winter, and that is the revelation of the inner dimension of Torah. So why, why is this the third month of the year? It's the third month from the month of Tishrei. So, so just like the third month of Sivan is the third month since of the Exodus, this is the third month of the winter. So, in short, the month of Nisan is about God creating us as a people. It's about us becoming born. Being born is sort of like being a tzaddik. When God makes you, you're a tzaddik, you're righteous. All children are righteous, all children are perfect tzaddikim. So the month of Nisan is about the Jewish people being born, about us being, being tzaddikim. And a tzaddik, who is perfect, his method of connecting to God is sort of like being a window for the divine. It's about God revealing himself from above to below. Just like the Exodus was by God taking us by the hand and taking us out of Egypt, so too the way that God gives us the Torah also is from above to below. It's, some, it's a revelation came from on high. The month of Tishrei, on the other hand, as the winter, the theme of the winter is, as it says in the Torah, when God created the world, the vapor ascended from the earth and it formed a cloud, and from the cloud, rain came down. The, the energy of the month of, of the winter, months of the winter, is about teshuva, it's about what we do. It's not about God giving us things from on high, it's about us connecting to God personally. That's why the letters of the first month of the year, Tishrei, are Tav Shin. It starts from the end of the Aleph Bays, going backwards, Tav Shin Reish. It's about the ascent from from below to above. It's about us making an effort to be close to God from with our with our own desire to correct things and whatever has been whatever has has been been missing. So, the energy of the inner dimension of Torah is associated with with teshuva. It's associated with returning to God. So, what what fascinated me, which I don't know if I've ever spoke about, was what Matuka's point was on Shabbos, which is that. The, if you look at the first three months of the year, 
not just the Rebbe speaks of the third month of the year, how this is a month of, connect, of connecting the, the one and the two, how the inner dimension of the Torah gives us a special ability to do this, as we discussed yesterday, how the inner dimension of the Torah specifically highlights the truth of Hashem in the world, of nothing besides Hashem, and gives us the ability to reveal God's truth in the world. So that's what the month of, of Kislev is about. But it, but it dawned on me that the month of, of Tishrei is all connected to the oneness of Hashem. Because it's a month when there's so many, so many holidays, as the Talmud says, there's no room to sin between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. It's a month of revelation. The month of Cheshvan is a month you go back to work. It seems like a month of fragmentation. And the month of Kislev is when Hashem gives us the inner dimension of Torah and it gives us the ability to fuse together these two energies, this, this more general godly energy of the month of Tishri and the month of Cheshvan. That's just, I made that up, might be true, might not be true. But just, it, 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 it's interesting. Anyways, so the... Um, Side note, it's also yeah. the, uh, the third week of the month and the third day of the month this year. Oh, you just Kislev? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Very nice. So, one more point I want to bring from this Fabrengen, um, Tavshim Vav, 1986, was that they were asked the question, how can we possibly be joyous when we look at different mistakes we make? At the end of every day, you're supposed to make an accounting of where you are spiritually. And everyone has things that, they, that they've done wrong. So how are you supposed to be joyous? Zebra so said that you should look at the analogy of a poor person who has a breakthrough in his business or in his life. The guy is not happy with his conditions. He feels like he wishes he was rich, but he's poor. But today, today he had a breakthrough. Today he went and he had a, a breakthrough in his business. And he, in his business, he was collecting stock, whatever he's doing, and he made an extra $500, an extra $1,000. So he's not rich now, he can't buy a house, he can't buy a car, he can't, uh, we get a, but, but he's happy. I'm getting, a, I'm getting a, better, a better lunch today, I got a better breakfast. He's able to rejoice, he's ha- his son got married, he has a new baby. He may not be in a different social status than he was before, and he's upset about his situation, but he's able to rejoice about a specific thing that happens. So Rebbe said, Every single day, God does to every single one of us benevolent acts of kindness and graciousness. And that's why the very first thing you're supposed to do every day is say, Meidani. What's Meidani? You're thanking God that you're alive. Not only you thank God you're alive, you're thanking God, as we say in Meidani, Shechazarta binishmasi, that God gave me my soul. I'm thanking God about my unique connection to God because I'm a Jew, not just that I am alive. I'm thanking God. If I was alive, not being a Jew, I wouldn't want to thank God. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be meaningful. I'm only thanking God, as Rebbe once said, that a prince, for him, life is about connection to his, to his father. So the first thing we do every day is we thank God that we're Jewish and we're alive. And then we say the morning blessings. What do we thank God in the morning blessings? Thank God that, that, that for all the different things that we ask, thank God for, for our clothing, that we're able to move around. So the whole beginning of every day is acknowledging the kindness and goodness that God does for us. So therefore, although there may be a lot of things that need to that leave much to be desired in your character and in things that you're doing, in your behavior, but you're able to still rejoice because of the fact that you're a Jew and you have to mitzvahs and all the kindness that God does for us. So we shouldn't think about the specific things that are wrong in our lives. The month of Kislev especially highlights, so every day has to be joyous. And, uh, and, and, and we're able, the, 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 the language of the Talmud is, I'm able to have joy in my heart on one side and tears in my heart on the other side. You're able to, like the analogy I love is, um, is the cup of water. How heavy is a cup of water? So it depends. 
You hold a cup of water for for ten seconds. It doesn't. It's not so heavy. You hold it for ten minutes. You hold it for a day. Your arm's gonna start hurting, man. So similar thing when you so focus on things that in your life that are wrong, when you focus on those things, it can paralyze you. To focus, they're just telling us, rejoice in this month as a month of joy, a month of kislev. To focus and think about the goodness and benevolence that God gives each of us, and we should see the real goodness and benevolence of a Mashiach. Did I ruin your Monday? I'm trying to be depressed this Monday? Come on, Zev. <laughs> okay, there's Eigersons. So, carrying through on this thought about 